Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Everyday Optimism, Conversations and Stories with Summer, which is me. Um, yes, hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Uh, just whenever you are listening to this, um, I hope you're having a wonderful day. So let's start off with... Uh, where we ended last week, um, we I uh, talked about uh, the the story of the homeless woman and the amazing amazing company um, Rumple that makes technical blankets and um, and their donation of a blanket for uh, this homeless woman in my neighborhood. So. Um, I just want to start this episode off with uh, finishing kind of that story, um, which is what inspired me to do this podcast in the first place. So I received the Rumple Blanket uh, after a really quick turnaround, um, and the moment I got it, I was so excited, and I um, was driving back from my mom's house uh, when I got the notification that it had been delivered Um, and I came home and on my way home I saw that she was sitting in her normal spot um, and I was like I was so excited in this moment Um, so I rushed home got the blanket and then ran back out because she's in walking distance of my house and um she had, when I got in there, she wasn't there anymore, so I thought I saw her down the street, so I kind of had to find her and, and run after her a bit, um, after she left, and, uh, and that was kind of a relief that, that it was at night, it was kind of like around five, um, so that, you know, maybe this relief that she has a place to go stay at night that is maybe, more, um, sheltered from the elements and the cold, but, um, so I find her, um, after she had, you know, crossed a couple streets, and, um, another man that had seen her crossing the street from his porch, um, went to her and gave her some money, uh, and that's when I kind of met up with her, and, um, you know, he had said that he had been helping her for, I think, around four years, giving her money, um, and told her that if she was ever in real trouble, she could come stay on his porch, which is really awesome to see. Um, you know, here's this guy who lives here and also sees her and, and doesn't ignore her or, um, you know, just really has continually helped her and then offered her shelter, um, which was just beautiful. I just, I think things like that are incredible to witness. Um, but this is when I caught up with her. And so I gave her the blanket and I told her how, you know, I walk past her and I see her and that it's been so cold and that I reached out to this company and, um, they donated this blanket for her and I wanted her to have it. And, you know, so that maybe she could stay just a little bit warmer, um, and she was, I think she was thankful, she didn't really talk much, um, 
and and perhaps in a situation like this she was as appreciative as she was going to be um but she took it and she seemed happy about it uh which was really great and um and then the the guy though he was like so stoked about it which was pretty sweet um when I gave her the blanket, uh, you know, he kept saying, like, this girl got you a fucking blanket, you know, see, like, humanity isn't dead, and people still care, um, and that felt really good, good to me, because I do believe that, you know, there is still so much humanity and good in the world, and to be a part of that is, is a really special feeling, and that's all I, that's one of the only things I want out of life, is, you know, gosh, like, if I could spread more good in this world, um, then, like, that's a true, that's a true accomplishment, um, he was surprised when, you know, he asked me how old I was, I was like, yeah, I'm 24, and asked me my name, and, and told me that I made his night by, by him witnessing this, so, um, that was, that was a special feeling, too, I mean, you know, I just reached out, and I, I really do think that it it's on Rumple that gave the blanket. I think that that's incredible. Um, again, not a lot of companies do that. So, you know, that's the really special part. But the fact that um, she was happy that I gave her the blanket and the fact that he was happy to have seen that, I mean, that, that was really cool to kind of make two people happy. Um, and uh, he made a comment that, you know, in 20 years when people are crying about and thinking humanity is dead and it, it isn't because, you know, I'm still here and he told me to keep doing what I'm doing. And and that was really cool to hear. Um, and uh, <laughs> as kind of we were partying and um, he was like, what's your name? Autumn, winter, spring? And I laughed and said summer and he cried out, yeah, of course I didn't fucking forget your name. <laughs> he was so funny and just loud and out there. Um, and then he said that he was an alcoholic and was going to go inside and take care of that now. So maybe that explains it if he was a little intoxicated. I don't know. He was hilarious. Um, but just like so energetic and just was, was so excited about seeing what I had done. Um after he had given her money, and I, and I think that both of us were just feeling that feeling of, of you know, the good that comes with helping people, um, and, uh, you know, seeing in each other that, you know, wow, it's, there's other people that, that care, and, and just reaffirming our belief that, you know, people are good, um, and as I, as I was walking away, you know, he just, like, kind of was going up his stairs to his porch, and I kind of walked away and could hear him, like, cry out, like, yeah, summer, like, he was just cheering, like, he was so stoked, um, and that made, that made my night, um, as well as, you know, talking with the woman and, and giving her the blanket, so that whole experience ended uh, way better than I thought it would because it ended up just being kind of this trifecta of um, 
gratitude and excitement and and just when you see actions that kind of um you know reaffirm your what faith in humanity type of thing um that is just so awesome so so that was really great experience and I and I wanted to share with you guys how that ended and she has the blanket and um I haven't seen her use it but as far as I can see when I drive or walk past, it's, like, tucked into her belonging, so, um, she still has it, and, and that's really cool, so, yeah, if, if you see something that you don't like or that moves you, um, reach out, make a difference, um, you know, uh, there are tons of companies that would help, there are, are lots of companies that are charitable and that, you know, give back, um, when you purchase their stuff anyways, um, you know, you can volunteer for groups, uh, my mother volunteers for a group called the Hope Crew, I think, um, in Everett, Washington, and, and every Sunday they, um, feed the homeless, and they have blankets and clothes, and, kind of this, they come with this big potluck of food and sandwiches to hand out and all this stuff. So, um, you know, there's often groups like that in, in all big cities. And, you know, if there's not like start one, um, there's, there's always opportunities, um, when you find something that you want to make a difference in, um, you just got to do some Googling and, and normally there's, there's something there if, you know, you don't have maybe money to, to give, then your time is just as valuable, if not even more valuable and meaningful. Um, so yeah, I'll probably touch back on that, um, in, in a future episode and, and have more ideas on what people can do. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think now that if I, if I see a homeless person, um, I'll smile or wave to them, um, even if I don't have any money to give them or, or anything to give them, because at least I'm not continuing to give them this feeling that they're invisible. Um, I have to believe that that's worth something, because it doesn't have to be just something familiar that you walk past on the street and that you kind of... Um, become numb to I think you can let it let it affect you and and you can show them kindness um or or talk to them or anything so yeah so that's how my rumple story ended um now I want to talk a little bit about optimism a little more and and some tools or ideas that uh, if you so desire, um, can help you kind of train your brain to be more optimistic and positive, um, which is a weird concept for, for a lot of people. I think that I look at my brain kind of as a separate entity, um, which is really weird, uh, when I talk about certain things are like, you know, oh, like if my apartment's messy or my brain doesn't like that, it kind of like, you know, OCD-ish, uh, just weird stuff of, you know, my brain gets weirded out, but anyways, um, 
So, so this is all kind of centered around the idea that you can control your own mind or your brain. Um, and, and more importantly, that you can control um, reactions to thoughts or scenarios or bad situations, um, etc. Um, as this book that I'm reading right now, it's called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. She's um, fucking awesome. The book is great. But uh, one of the chapter titles is Your Brain is Your Bitch, which I think is hilarious, um, but also very true. Um, this is a, a super important idea in general to, I think, finding happiness and, and then just being optimistic. Um, and that's the idea that you can control your emotions, uh, and more importantly, your reactions to your emotions and feelings or situations. Um, and, and I think that once you have awareness of that, that you can choose how you want to feel about something, that you can choose to be happy if you want, um, I think that changes everything. And I think that when you really believe it, that's when it changes everything. Um, but that's not a thought that a lot of people, that, that a lot of people really, um, think about or, or in myself included for a long time, people feel that, um, they are slaves to their emotions and that their emotions are there and that you can't do anything about it. Um, and I don't believe that anymore. Um, so so yeah, when a situation arises, you can detach yourself from it almost in a way, like step back, almost third person, look at the whole thing. Um, and before getting emotional and reacting to something, take a moment to pause. And then like this requires you to be really active and mindful of being in the moment in your life. But you can actively choose to react however you want. So that can be reacting positively and optimistically to a situation, you can find a silver lining. Um, and that's really how I started down this path. I mean, anything that arose, I would just think, okay, well, what's the silver lining in the situation? What's the good in this situation? Even if it's really crappy, what come, what could come out of it? Or what could I learn from it that is actually really positive and awesome? Um, so, you know, this doesn't happen overnight. I mean, if it could for some people, that would be freaking awesome. But um, it, it's definitely something that I've trained my brain to do over time to the point where it's more second nature now. So um, it just kind of does it on its own. I don't have to actively think, oh, well, I'm choosing to react this certain way. I've kind of trained my brain to be more positive and optimistic, which sounds weird. Um but it's totally cool. So, <clears throat> for example, uh, this morning I found out that um, my girlfriends and I were, we entered this lottery to get this um, permit to do a through hike through what's called the Enchantments in Washington in the Cascade Mountain Range. It's an incredible through hike. Um, you know, it's a couple days and, you know, just beautiful location. Um, and, uh, really, really popular. So you have to enter this lottery and a lot of people don't get it because, you know, they're obviously trying to reduce the amount of people that go through, which is really great. Um, and, and that's, yeah, that's part of it. So, so we didn't get it. Um, and 
initially for a moment I was disappointed like upon reading that that um we didn't but instead of letting that ruin my morning or really allowing that disappointment to kind of fester um inside me and put me in a bad mood or, or anything like that you know I just kind of immediately accepted the outcome I mean this is what happened there's nothing I can do about it um which is a big part of, you know, accepting reality in that, well, there's nothing I can do about it, so I'm going to choose how to react to this instead of um, kind of spiraling down this weird, dark way. So, um, you know, I realize that there are plenty of other hikes that are equally as beautiful in this entire state um, that that we can do instead, um, and that even without the permit, we can still hike a really beautiful portion of that Enchantments Trail. Um, so, so really, when you kind of think about that, you know, we didn't lose anything. I mean, we didn't get what we were going for, but the alternatives are still really great. Um, and uh, yeah, there was there was nothing we can do about it. So once you're kind of faced with the uh, reality of what things are, then, yeah, you choose how you want to react to them. Um, So, so yeah, I I chose to be optimistic in that, you know, we will find other trails that will be beautiful and and positive that, you know, happy that we can still hike part of this trail. Um, And, you know, five years ago, that wouldn't have been my reaction. Um, so it definitely, it takes time, but, you know, eventually you won't even have to think about it. Um, and then, you know, when things don't happen the way you plan, then it doesn't just derail your day. Um, and so kind of expanding on that and just, uh, something that I was kind of, I've been thinking about a lot over the past couple days, um, after kind of reading it in that, you know, same book, You Are a Badass, um, I've been, I've been thinking a lot about gratitude, and I want to talk for a moment about gratitude. Um, I think that optimism and and gratitude go hand in hand, 100%. Um, you know, being optimistic, again, means being hopeful and confident in kind of a successful future or outcome, however you measure success. Um, for me, it's usually, uh, happiness and, and, um, balance and, and peace. And, um, I think that, uh, that almost requires that you express gratitude for your present as well as being grateful for your future in that which hasn't happened yet. Um, I believe that through gratitude, we find the purest form of optimism And that through this whole practice, we actively manifest the outcomes we desire. Um, And that's a whole other podcast to get into. But, you know, just very, very simply, um, if I'm grateful for how my life is right now, um, then it's almost easy to be happy about it and positive about it. And then if I choose to be grateful for my future, like I am grateful for anything that's going to happen in the future, and I believe that I will 
feel the way that I want to feel and have the future that I want to have and, and all of these things. And if I am grateful right now for that which hasn't happened, that's optimism. Um, and so if it's not even the direct outcome of like, okay, I'm grateful for a future position that I'm going to get as a professor, which I am, but um, we can manifest the feelings and the reactions we want. So let's say in the future I, I you know, interview to have a position as a professor at some university, um, which for people who don't know me that, you know, I'm getting my PhD. Um, you know, I just got into grad school and, uh, want to be a professor in geology, but, um, you know, let's say I don't get a job that I interview for. Um, I can still know that I will be positive and happy regardless of what happens. Um, so it's almost like optimism is being hopeful and confident, not only in a successful outcome or future, but also in, in a successful to you reaction to things that go wrong. Um, so, so just knowing that I'll be okay no matter what happens, um, and, and positive and happy and, uh, and that I am grateful for everything that has happened and that is in my life right now. And then grateful for what will happen, um, whether it is an actual situation or event or just grateful for the reaction or feeling I had to something, whether it was good or adverse. So, um, yeah, I think that if I were to like leave people with anything this episode, um, it would be a, you can choose your happiness. You can choose to be happy. Um, you can choose how you're going to react to situations. And once you start kind of toying around with that idea, I think that you'll really notice a change in your day and your feelings about your day. Um, and then be just be grateful. And I think both of those things will make you happy. And, and in being grateful, you will, in a way, manifest good things in your life, things that you want in life. Um, those are kind of the two big things that I want to leave with people this episode. Um, and then I want to finish with a story. So, um, you know, at the end of every, at the end of every episode, um, you know, I put a call out for people to send in their stories of, you know, moments that they were optimistic or positive or random acts of kindness that they see, um, which isn't totally uh, related to optimism, although I think it's all part of this really awesome, good stuff in life. Um, so I'm just including it because I love random acts of kindness. Um, and, uh, so I want to share a story that was sent in, um, actually by a a good friend. So, um, this friend started a job last fall, last fall. And, uh, Normally, she brings her lunch to work, um, but there are days where, you know, planning gets away from, and like sometimes you just don't have time to make lunch in the morning. Um, So she had to find something close by to grab for a quick lunch. 
And uh, one of her coworkers described this really awesome experience at a local deli that was just really close. Um, so she went to check it out. It's called Sister's Deli. Um, and uh, on her first visit, she first of all noticed how really genuine and friendly the staff was to each and every person that came through as well as to each other. And that's awesome to see. Um, you know, which is, you know, nothing out of the ordinary, I suppose, for a lot of places that offer really great customer service. But then she started to notice that the cashier, upon ringing people up, was giving a hug to every customer as they left. Now, when it was her turn, she introduced herself and asked if it was okay to give my friend a hug, and she said, like, yes, of course. Um, and, uh, my friend went on to just say that, you know, I know not everyone is okay with hugging a stranger and people get weird about germs and whatever, but um, that this woman's demeanor was so welcoming and it made her feel like she was invited into her home and being treated as a friend. Wow, what a cool thing. Like, how incredible is it that just with a simple hug, you can initiate such beautiful feelings in people. Um, you know, and, and simple acts of kindness are really rare nowadays, she says, and, and that this was such a genuine one that she had to share it and like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you did because that is awesome. Um, she went on to say that, you know, who knew that such a simple hug, um, could have given her such a great feeling, um, and what effect that had on herself and others, or on the woman who was giving it. Her name is, I think, Rafina. Um, you know, a hug is such a simple and short commitment to show someone love and support as a friend, or just as another person, part of this human community um, of we are all human beings, and um, and and that makes us in part, you know, a family. Um, and it reminded her, and also me when I read it, of strangers that you see in public areas with, like, free hugs signs. Um, and she says, that I totally agree that these actions show people, um, you know, how to break down these barriers and, and, and show support for their fellow person without a long-term commitment. I mean, it's just a hug, right? But it gives, like, this incredible feeling to people of trusting them in that one moment of, of vulnerability and, and just oh, beautiful moment. Um, and, and, you know, my friend said that she goes fairly infrequently, but she's always touched at the attention to detail that um, Rafina remembers her name. She remembers interactions um, where these people work and other small things from their life that, you know, you share with a human in less than five minutes, but she remembers all of this. And it's like, wow, you're building like a relationship with a total stranger that you really never see. Um, and, and that is awesome. Oh my God. Um, my friend said that, you know, this is maybe Rafina's way of reaching out to show that no matter what else is going on, there is someone who cares and notices you. And that comes back to the story of the homeless woman that, you know, no matter what is going on, you know, don't ignore people. Like, it's okay to smile and make eye contact 
at a homeless person, just like you should with everyone. People are always like in their phones and like, you know, avoiding eye contact with people because eye contact makes people feel weird. Um, I love it. I love, I love eye contact with people. And I think that's really off-putting or weird for some people, but like in a moment that I share with a person and making eye contact, I feel like I just fall in love with them as a human being in that moment. And I love it. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's a beautiful thing that Rafina is doing. Um, and, and that anyone can do by just paying attention and reaching out and being vulnerable and letting your barriers drop and interacting with people, truly interacting and listening and talking with people. Um, and it reminds me of this guy that when I was growing up in Charlottesville in Virginia, um, he used to hang out with a sign, um, in this kind of downtown mall area and he had blindfolds on and just had his arms out and he stood like that for what seemed hours and his sign said, you know, I trust you. Will you trust me? And it had other stuff written on it. I can't remember, but, um, it was to just come and hug him and he was blindfolded. So he had no idea what was going on. But like when I went to hug him, it was the most beautiful hug and just like pure love to another human being for just the very simple fact that we are humans, that we have the ability to connect with people. Um, and so, yeah, if you see someone, hug them. If you see someone that you love, really hug them and just tell them, I hope you're doing well. I love you. Um, gosh, like tell a stranger that. I mean, shoot, that just makes me want to go and like hug every person that I see. But, you know, if, if that's a lot, I suppose, um, you know, just, you know, today be grateful, know that you can choose to be happy or sad or whatever you want. You have the power to choose that. And like, Go find a person and smile at them and make eye contact with them or ask them how their day is going. Um, and they might be really surprised that you're, that you're doing that because people don't do that enough. Um, but gosh, like how incredible would it be if that changed? You know, just like take a moment to think about how our world could be different if people did that more often. You know, I think that it would make this a really beautiful place. And I think that, and I think that it should, I think that it should be like that. Um, because we, you know, there's the potential for it to be that way. So why not just have it be that way? So, wow. Yeah. What a great story. Thank you. Thank you. Her name is Chelsea. Um, thank you for sharing that. And I'm so glad that I get to share it with with anyone who's listening. Um, wow. How incredible with, with a single action you can make someone feel loved and warm and welcomed and invited into their personal space, their life. That is truly powerful. Um, and that's what we're, that's what we're talking about here. Just, just beautiful, beautiful shit. (laughs) Maybe that's, maybe I should just rename 
the podcast. Beautiful shit. (laughs) Um, But thank you for listening. And I hope you have just a beautiful day and a day where you are grateful for everything that's happened in it. Um, Good and bad, all of it is worth it. All of it is good. All of it you can learn from. Um, And yes, thank you for listening.